When you're motivated by what you want, change is possible. And that is the quote of the day. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to this Thursday episode. Today's featured speaker is Dr. Janice Vilhauer. And she picks up where Robert E. Grant left off yesterday because she talks a lot about expectations. And I was fascinated by this one myself because, as you know, I love to study the brain. And the brain has all these different centers. It has your emotional centers. It has your intention centers, your attention centers. It has your action centers. And they work together to get you to where you want to go. It's kind of like a GPS system. But here's the thing. Here's what will stop you dead in your tracks when it comes to the brain. It is incongruency. In other words, it's lack of belief. It's lack of faith. Because you can say, I want this or I want that. But if deep down, you don't believe that you're going to have it, you don't believe that you're going to do it, if you don't have the faith in yourself that it's going to happen, if you don't expect it to happen, it won't happen. Because the brain, it goes, wait, he or she wants to go there, but they don't believe that they can go there. So, all right, I'm cool. We're not going to go. That's how it works. And so you have to have faith in yourself and you have to expect the good. As I said yesterday, you get what you expect. Here's Dr. Vilhauer. As soon as you start to anticipate any event, you begin to act and feel in ways that help you prepare for what you think is going to happen. If anyone's ever said to you, we need to talk, then you know exactly what I mean. (laughs) I see the men nodding. (laughs) When you prepare for something that hasn't even happened yet, you participate in creating the outcome. In other words, you create the self-fulfilling prophecy. Because Amy was acting anxious and ambivalent before her date, she acted on what she expected, not what she wanted, and so she got what she expected another bad day. One of the reasons that our expectations can keep us so stuck is we have an automatic tendency to use the past to predict the future. If you failed once, you're likely to think you might fail again. When you think about the future, the same part of the brain gets activated as when you think of the past. However, just because you use the past to make predictions, doesn't mean that your past is what's holding you back. What was holding Amy back wasn't her past. It was that she didn't believe her future could be better than the past. And without that belief, she wasn't able to create something better, even though an opportunity had presented itself right in front of her. If you're aware of what your expectations are in a situation, then you have the ability to use your conscious mind to override the automatic thinking and plan 
for how to create a different outcome. If Amy had planned for her date to go well, things might have turned out differently. Our expectations about our ability to get what we want have a very profound impact on our emotional well-being. A large part of our brain is dedicated to anticipating rewards. Rewards, to put it simply, are all the things you want that make life worth living. As J.R. Tolkien said, a single dream is more powerful than a thousand realities. When you expect to get a reward, you feel positive emotions like happiness and joy. But when you don't think you're going to get what you want, you feel sadness, disappointment, maybe even depression. The larger the gap between what you expect and what you want, the more distress you feel. So what do you do when what you want doesn't match up with what you expect? Well, there's only two ways you can feel good in this situation. You can give up wanting what you want, tell yourself it wasn't really worth the effort, you didn't really want it anyway, or you can change your expectations to match up with what you want so that you can take consistent action. So how do you do that? <laughs> I'm going to give you three simple steps that will help you begin to shift your expectations. What I want you to do right now, though, is imagine an upcoming future event. It can be a goal that you're trying to achieve, a work presentation, an upcoming holiday event with your family. Got it? Okay, what I want you to do for step number one is ask yourself, how is what I'm expecting making me feel? If you're expecting something positive to happen, then you're going to be feeling really good about it, and you can stop right there. <laughs> no need to fix positive emotions. But if you're expecting something you don't want, then you're going to be feeling a negative emotion, like anxiety, fear, dread, overwhelmed. And those are all signs that you have some negative expectations about that situation. Step number two, ask yourself, what would I like to have happen instead? What this question identifies is what you really do want in the situation. What you want is oftentimes the very thing that you're not expecting. Remember, you want to win the lottery, but you don't expect to. Step number three, ask yourself, what do I need to do to make what I want happen? When you have a negative expectation about a future event, it's because you're focused on all the things that could go wrong, why it's not going to work out for you. You're not generating thoughts and ideas about how to make it go right. When you see a plan laid out in front of you for how to get what you want, your assessment of the situation starts to change. You begin to see the possibility. This is where the shift happens. Every successful action that you take towards that plan starts to change your expectations. So I realize some of you might be thinking, I don't expect this to work for me. <laughs> And to be perfectly honest, several years ago, I may not have expected a simple process like this to make a difference in people's lives either. 
But I was working with a very depressed patient. I had been treating him for about six months, and we had done so much work together, but nothing we did seemed to make any difference. One day I asked him, where is the light at the end of the tunnel? He looked at me with one of the blankest stares I had ever seen. After that day, I started asking all of my patients this question, and I was startled to realize that many of them looked at me in the exact same way. They didn't dare to dream about how their lives could be different because they didn't believe it was possible. So I started to change the focus of my work to almost exclusively helping my patients shift those expectations so that they could find their light at the end of the tunnel. Five years of research shows changing your expectations can significantly improve your life. And I witnessed some very awe-inspiring transformations. The patient I mentioned earlier, within a year, had quit his dead-end job and started his own successful company. When you're motivated by what you want, change is possible. In the words of Henry Ford, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. Your past isn't what defines who you are or where you're going. It's your expectations of the future that limit you most. Now, here's the good news. You can choose. You can choose to take action based on what you want, and when you do that, you give yourself the opportunity to step out of the past and create the life that you truly want to live. All righty, that was Dr. Janice Vilhauer. You can watch that entire talk on YouTube. Look up why you don't get what you want. It's not what you expect. That's a TEDx Peachtree talk on YouTube. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow for our Friday episode of the Quote of the Day show. Peace. <laughs>